0: Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome back to the show. We are doing something I haven't done in a while now, and that is an overall news segment. Yes, we are finally getting back to this. I've already, I know I've already missed a lot, so we're just going to go back as far as possible in today's episode, starting with Cadillac hasn't given up on wagons and continues to study them. A CT5 Sport wagon is possible, but it likely comes down to whether or not the model would be profitable. Meek Mill donates his Rolls-Royce Phantom to coronavirus relief ever. What is that gonna do? Oh, the customized phantom will be raffled off and the funds will be used to feed people in need. Okay. Okay, that's good. Retweet this, Elon. Tesla Pod is a cool autonomous platform from an independent designer. Fabio Mart- Martin's Tesla Pod Level 5 autonomous platform can accommodate various modules for transporting passengers and goods. Okay. That's actually a really good idea. I like that. New performance high end Icona N to debut in July. Honestly, I don't think anything's going to be debuting. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to be debuting until at least August of this year. Entry level Porsche Taycan 4S now in US dealerships one from $103,000. First deliveries imminent. 2023 Mazda 6 rear wheel drive should resemble the Vision concept. So here's a rendered take. Honestly, as long as it drives fantastically, I am all for that. The next generation, Mazda 6, will reportedly be very BMW-like, riding on a new rear-wheel drive platform. I wonder why Mazda's doing that. Why they're moving to a rear-wheel drive platform. Not that I'm complaining. I want them to move to a rear-wheel drive platform, but I wonder why they're doing that. As long as we get better driving normal cars, though, I'm all for it. Musk says Tesla's robo-taxis could be ready this year. 2021 Toyota Supra trades worst fuel economy ratings for an extra 47 horsepower over the 2020 model year vehicle. The 2021 Toyota Supra now pumps out 382 horsepower thanks to engine upgrades. I am absolutely okay with that if it means more power. mclaren starts testing hybrid 2022 sports series with heavily camouflaged production body 2021 911 gt3 most revealing spy shots yet for porsche's new track weapon meet carl (laughs) Carl, your autonomous car charging robot butler car sales across all of europe plummet 52 percent in march while sales are down across all EU markets, Italy reported the biggest drop at 85%. Morgan unveils limited edition LE60 Plus 6 and a three-wheeler. Germany's Markel gives car dealerships the go-ahead to reopen. Volvo reopening plants in Sweden and Belgium on April 20th, U.S. on May 11th. 3,000-horsepower spirals. Panopoulos Project Chaos is a V10-powered Greek hypercar. If everything goes as planned the spyro's panopulous project chaos will debut at the 2021 geneva motor show here's why the 2021 porsche 911 turbo s's adaptive aero system is so sophisticated porsche's 911 turbo s has three active aerodynamic components the cooling air flaps front spoiler lip and the rear wing we'll read that in the second part 2021 vw taiguan facelift looks mighty athletic an official teaser Lister Stealth, teased as the world's fastest SUV. The Lister Stealth is based on the powerful Jaguar F-Pace SVR Performance SUV. Evo Review finds the 2020 Corvette Stingray C8 brilliant. The 2020 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray will be sold in right-hand drive markets for the first time. Tesla defies China's coronavirus sales slump and hits record high in March. Lexus planning new 2022 LQ flagship SUV with LS underpinnings. Single-engine plane makes emergency landing on Canadian Highway. Next, Grand Theft Auto 6 game rumored to be in development. The all-wheel-drive VW Golf-based Beguini Passo was was the precursor to convertible crossovers. Ugly and slow, the Passo set the bar for convertible crossovers pretty low. Karma Rivero GTE announced will, becomes brand, will become the brand's first fully electric vehicle. Jeep's future vehicles include three-row models, plug-in hybrids, and electric vehicles. Judge says Tesla and Elon Musk face lawsuit over going a private tweet. Elon Musk and Tesla were fined $40 million over the CEO's tweet. Lexus NX450H Plus trademark could hint at plug-in hybrid model. Ferrari kicks off respirator valve production in Marinello and, yes... They're branded. That, that makes me sad. The branded part. Honda extends furloughs to several thousand salaried employees in the U.S. Most of Honda's white-collar employees in the United States will be furloughed for two weeks. Ford reportedly ends Focus RS development program due to emissions regulations. Apparently it's dead. That, that makes me... That's big sad. Porsche doesn't consider Tesla a direct rival. The next Porsche will arrive as an EV version of the McCann. 2021, BMW 4 Series Convertible shows off its dynamic abilities on the track. Class action filed against GM over C7 Corvette wheels that can crack. The lawsuit alleges GM has refused warranty claims for wheels that have cracked. F1 2020 game coming July 10th with new Manager Mode. F1 2020's new My Team Mode will let players create their own team and race alongside an established lineup. That's a really good idea. That should have been in there for a while now. Hybrid V6 from Aston Martin Valhalla will trickle down to the rest of the range. Ford testing buzzing wristbands on small groups of U.S. workers. This type of social distancing wearable could be deployed more widely once Ford restarts production. 2020 Skoda Octavia, brand's future bestseller featured in fresh fresh photos and video. New Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 shows big improvements in all areas. 2021 Volkswagen Tiguan R flexes its muscles on the Nürburgring. VW reveals South America's Nivis under black and red camo. FCA's latest recall counts over 500,000 vehicles, but has a very simple remedy. The 2019, the 2020 Jeep Compass and Ram 1500 are included in this safety recall. We will get to that in the second part as well. Driving a 1,200 horsepower Toyota Supra to over 185 mph on the Autobahn looks scary as crud. The heavily modified 4th gen Toyota Toyota Supra has enough oomph to scare a Veyron. Want your Tesla Cybertruck a color other than silver? You'll have to wrap it, says Musk. Elon Musk hints that Tesla won't offer a color palette for the Cybertruck. That's some nonsense. Mess you, Tesla. BOO! BOO! This sketch would eventually lead to the creation of the Bugatti Veyron. Created by Ferdinand Peach. I think I got that last name right. The sketch of an 18 cylinder engine would eventually lead him to buy Bugatti. We'll have to talk about that one too. That's very interesting. Cadillac CT5V Blackwing tipped to have 650 horsepower. Be more powerful than the CTSV. Yeah, by 10 horsepower. Snow causes massive 60 car pileup in Chicago. 14 people taken to hospital. Chicago's fire department said approximately 60 vehicles were involved in a series of crashes this morning. New Model Y owner shows his car suffering from quality control issues. Bentley Mulsanne's funeral delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic. Bentley is looking back at it at the Mulsanne with a new video that remembers its greatest moments. They slip the Kia Stinger to get some mild performance improvements. The 2021 Kia Stinger is expected to retain its current engine lineup. China giving consumers cash incentives to buy cars after sales collapse. Renault to exclusively build electric cars and light commercial vehicles in China. Renault will exit its joint venture with Dongfeng in the process. And that is all the time we have for this first part. I will see you all after the break.
1: Did you know Cody does more than just tell the news? He's writing articles on cars as well. Be sure to check him out on Mopar Insiders at http colon forward slash forward slash www.moparinsiders.com and on Drive Tribe at http colon forward slash forward slash www.drivetribe.com Now back to Cody at Cody's Car Conundrum.
0: Hey, hey, we're back with the second part. 2021 Cadillac Escalade pricing reportedly leaked. We'll start at 76000 one hundred and ninety five dollars help us out lord jesus what i mean i guess yeah it is an escalade and yes they are expensive but (sighs) Mm -mm, mm -mm. that's nah Mm -mm. i can't do it that's too much to me anyway toyota has officially sold 10 million rav4s around the world missouri promising misery (laughs) pro Promising one billion packet, one billion dollar package for Tesla's Cybertruck factory. Elon Musk is scouting locations across the central U.S. for the Cybertruck factory. 2021 VW r t on R R-E-on-R, looks focused during first Nurburgring session. Bugatti engineers continue Chiron and Devo development, even though they're still working from home. Although they're doing this by only allowing one engineer on board the vehicles at uh, at any given time. VW Toron walks on thin ice. Might be replaced by the ID Buzz. Infotainment tech study finds least and most distracting uh, systems. A total of 20 different car brands participated in this study. From Skoda and Vauxhall to Audi and Porsche. Drivers in the UK doing extreme speeds during COVID-19 lockout. Police even reported one driver doing 134 miles per hour in a 40 zone, while another maxed out at 142? What? I'm sorry, how, what? How is this being allowed? Britain is the is the world capital of speed cameras. How are they getting away with this? We need, to, we need to check that out too. Let's start with the Porsche story though. The new 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S is a technological tour de force, and its stellar performance owes a lot to the sophisticated aerodynamics it offers. For the flagship 911 model of the 992 generation, Porsche has further enhanced the adaptive aerodynamics. Porsche Active Aerodynamics, or PAA, adapts the aerodynamic characteristics of the vehicle even more precisely to the driving situation, speed, and selected driving mode. The active cooling air flaps are new to PAA. Porsche Alcoholics Anonymous... (laughs) Acting as the third active aerodynamic component in addition to the variable front, sp- front spoiler lip and the extending and tilting rear wing, the flaps now allow the realization of an eco-aerodynamic configuration on top of the basic PAA speed and PAA performance configurations. Located in the right and left air intakes of the front apron, the continuously adjustable cooling air flaps enable a lower driving resistance and thus reduced fuel consumption. The flaps are closed as far as possible from 43 miles per hour to favor fuel efficiency. From 93 miles per hour, however, the flaps open in a linear fashion to achieve the optimum aerodynamic balance at high speed. PAA also has extended on the 911 Turbo S to include a wet mode function, which moves the aerodynamic balance towards the rear axle for greater driving stability in wet road conditions. There is also an air brake function, which produces higher drag and greater downforce in the event of a a full braking at high speed. As a result, the 911 Turbo S achieves a shorter braking distance and greater driving stability. What a piddly little wing. PAA also regulates the changed airflow around the vehicle when the sliding roof or convertible top is open. In total, there are eight different aerodynamic configurations, each achieved by a specific combination of the active aerodynamic components. The drag coefficient of the 911 Turbo S varies depending on the aerodynamic setting, with the lowest value of 0.33 being achieved with closed flaps and retracted front and rear spoilers. To enhance driving stability and dynamics at higher speeds, the new active front spoiler and rear wing have increased the downforce by 50%. Sorry, by 15%. The maximum downforce, or around 170 kilograms or 375 pounds, is achieved in the performance position with. Sport Plus mode activated. Next, it's time for the FCA recall. Fiat Chrysler Automobiles is recalling more than half a million vehicles in a new safety campaign that includes both North America and other global markets. In the United States, it counts 316,626 examples of the Ram 1500 and 1500 Classic, made from April 28, 2019, to March. 3rd, 2020, and 108,962 units of the Jeep Compass, assembled between May 12, 2019 and March 3rd, 2020. Another 76,280 are subjected to the recall in Canada, 3,280 in Mexico, and 48,802 outside the NAFTA region, adding up to 553,950, with an estimated percentage defect of 100%. In the description of the defect, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, explained that an improperly formed wiper, wiper arm head joint may not properly form the spleens of the head joint on the wiper arm, which can allow the joint to strip and result in the wiper arm failing to operate properly when the system is activated. Okay, basically, one of the windshield wipers might might not work. Prior to failure, the wipers will not clear the windshield properly and will not rest in the usual positions. The potentially dangerous defect was discovered internally at the beginning of the year. As of March 26th, FCA was aware of 439 warranty claims and no accidents or injuries related to this condition. So what's to fix then? The remedy will see authorized technicians tighten the wiper nuts, free of charge that's it i'm i'm gonna be completely fair here how is it that let's just say untightened wiper nuts got through quality control at fca i mean seriously that i would get on honda's case i would get on toyota's case with this and i'm sorry fca ralph i'm sorry fair you i gotta get on your case for this why did that make it through quality control and through and through five hundred thousand cars it's not a thankfully it's not a big issue it really isn't it's a small fix but seriously the recall is expected to commence on May 29th, and until then, concerned owners can reach out to the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236, or Chrysler Customer Service at 1-800-853-1403. Once again, that's Chrysler Customer Service at one 800 853 1403 using the W25 reference number for any questions they may have on the topic. Now, we have that Bugatti story. Bugatti is celebrating the 15th anniversary of the Veyron production by taking a look back at how things began. According to Bugatti, the story starts in 1997, when Volkswagen boss Ferdinand Peach was traveling on a train in Japan and made a sketch of an 18-cylinder engine. Peach had been thinking about the engine for a while, and he envisioned it would be a naturally aspirated 6.25 liter unit constructed from the three VR6 cylinder banks. While the massive engine would have only produced 547 horsepower, it would have exceptional running smoothness, which would make it ideal for use in luxury sedans and coupes. While this occurred a few years before the Volkswagen Phaeton debacle, Peach was smart enough to know that he would need a new brand to go with the new engine. He originally envisioned the 18-cylinder engine could be used in a Bentley or a Rolls-Royce model, but then news broke that BMW would win the rights to Rolls-Royce in 1998. This was bad news for Peach and Volkswagen, but it turned out to have a positive positive effect. As Bugatti explains, as the Rolls-Royce decision was unfolding, Peach's son adamantly insisted his father buy him a model of a Bugatti Type 57 SC Atlantic. Peach would later call that call the moment an amusing stroke of fate, as it gave him the idea of buying the rights to Bugatti. The company successfully secured them after brief negotiations with Romeo Artioli, sorry if I got your name wrong, who had owned the brand and launched the ill-fated EB110 a few years earlier. With the rights to the LEGENDARY company, Peach tapped Ital-designed t- <sighs> man, Google Translate screwed me over there, to come up with an all-new concept for the brand. This led to the creation of the EB-118, which was developed in just a few months. The coupe was unveiled at the 1998 Paris Motor Show and featured an 18-cylinder engine, an aluminum space frame, and all-wheel drive. It was followed by the EB-218 in 1999, which was a four-door sedan with an aluminum body and magnesium wheels. It also featured an 18-cylinder engine and an aluminum space frame, just like the earlier concept. The EB-18 forward slash 3 Chiron sports car would follow a few months later, However, things really began to take shape when the EB-18 forward slash 4 Veyron was introduced at the 1999 Tokyo Motor Show. The latter concept was a hit with the pers- with prospective customers, and the company says this enabled them to establish the basic elements of their styling language. With the new focus on sports cars, the idea of an 18-cylinder luxury sedan fell by the wayside. That became, that became plainly clear when Peach used the 2000 Geneva Motor Show to announce Bugatti would build a car with 987 horsepower. He promised this would enable owners to accelerate from 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds and hit speeds in excess of 248 miles per hour. Later that year, Bugatti introduced a thinly veiled EB16.4 Veyron concept, which swapped the 18-cylinder engine for a 16-cylinder unit constructed of two V8 engines in a W configuration. Bugatti says the change allowed for for use of turbochargers as well as a displacement in excess of 7 liters. In 2001, Bugatti announced the final earth-shattering specifications. Their upcoming Hyper Sports car would use a quad-turbocharged 8-liter W16 engine that produced 987 horsepower and 922 pound-feet of torque. The rest, as they say, is history. But Bugatti did drop one interesting little tidbit. Peach demanded the Veyron had a top speed in excess of 252 miles per hour as he worked on the Porsche 917, which had a top speed, which hit a top speed of 252 miles per hour on some German name straight when it won the 24 hours of Le Mans. That was a good story. I like that, alrighty. An in-depth study regarding infotainment systems was recently carried out in the UK, with 20 vehicles infotainment and aircon controls being put to the test in order to see how distracting or not they were while being operated on the move. It's already been established that fiddling with a touchscreen can really impact your reaction time, but that's a completely different study. Still, most car makers are now using fully digital displays, having ditched console-based rotary dials. In order to see which modern-day infotainment system is best and or worst in terms of how distracting it can be, What Car began filming two people driving 20 different cars, featuring different types of systems and dashboard layouts. One one result showed that even though the drivers had time to get familiar with each system, it took more than twice as long to perform a task such as adjusting the heater fan via touchscreen, than with a dial or physical switch. It also took more than four times as long to zoom out on a sat nav map and eight times as long! to scroll down a list of radio stations. To make matters worse, using voice control to find the nearest fuel station, which in theory shouldn't be too distracting, made drivers take their eyes off the road for more than 10 seconds if the system was slow to respond prompting them to go through multiple other stages in order to complete the command. When you consider that a car covers 13.5 meters per second at 30 miles per hour, in our worst-case scenario of spending more than 42 seconds not looking at the road, the vehicle will have traveled the length of almost six football pitches in that time. All in all, the following six tests were performed. Turn up the temperature by two degrees. Increase the fan speed by two settings. With a 20-mile route pro route, whatever, programmed into the sat-nav and the infotainment screen on the home page, go to the map screen and zoom out to see the entire route. Cancel route guidance. Wow, I like route better. With the radio tuned to Virgin Radio Dab and the infotainment screen on the home page, go to the main list of DAB stations and switch to BBC Radio 4. With the voice control button on the steering wheel, where fitted, Ask the car to find the nearest service station. While you can have a more in-depth look at the results by clicking here, we'll go ahead and run through the winners and losers. From least to most distracting, 30 is the perfect score. The winner is BMW. So what, the least distracting was BMW? That's very surprising. I thought BMWs were was just awful. At the very least, they're, uh, if their infotainment's not that bad, which I really do not believe, well, their modern ones might be okay. Their button layout is... I don't like it. There's buttons everywhere. So the first is the 3-series with a 28 out of 70. The second is the CLA with a 27 out of 30. The third is the Panamera with a 27 out of 30. They didn't really do that many FCA products. The only thing that, the only one that they did was a Fiat 500X with a 7-inch touchscreen and Uconnect Live, which got a 14 out of 30. If you're on one of these models or a separate one that still features one of these infotainment systems, let us know how distracting you. you've found it to be while driving. Alrighty. And lastly, drivers in the UK doing extreme speeds during COVID-19 lockout. It's easy to fall prey to a lack of traffic and step on the gas a little harder than you should when you find yourself on a near-empty road that used to be heavily congested before the coronavirus lockdown. However, to go from that to doing 134 mph in a 40 mph zone is both ridiculous and criminal at the same time. Unfortunately, those are some of the issues that police forces across the UK are having to deal with. Having to deal with nowadays, says or sorry, reports Auto Express. Traffic in the UK has dropped to levels not seen since the 1950s, and motorists are now treating roads as if they were their own personal race tracks. One driver actually told Surrey Police, "I thought the faster I went, the less chance I could catch coronavirus." That's some nonsense. No, no, no. You're talking out of your ears. You're in your own car. If you really don't want to catch, catch, catch. if you really don't want to catch coronavirus, if you think it's that badly airborne. Put the air on recirc. Anyway, they said that after being caught doing 130 miles per hour on the M25, where the speed limit is 70 miles per hour. Meanwhile, the one who was doing 134 miles per hour was nabbed by London's Metropolitan Police, who also stopped two drivers racing at 80 miles per hour on a 40 mph per hour road, and confirmed a separate instance of a driver reaching 142 miles per hour. We know that with speed, especially extreme speed, comes increased risk of a serious crash. And potentially, if you're involved in a high-speed collision, you're going to end up in hospital, and potentially deprive COVID-19 patients of NHS care," said Met Police Detective Superintendent Andy Cox in an interview with LBC Radio. He also confirmed that average speed speeds in urban 20 mph zones have risen to 37 mph, which means pedestrians, cyclists, and other road users really need to watch themselves more. Apparently, it's happening here in America and Australia, get, uh, and that's. According to a few comments. Apparently it's happening everywhere and that is not surprising. Anyway, I will see you all after another break.
1: Are you a huge fan of Cody's Car Conundrum? You can now purchase Cody's Car Conundrum merch, which is long sleeve and short sleeve shirts on www.tinyurl.com slash cccmerch. Now back to Cody at Cody's Car Conundrum
0: alrighty we are back for the last time this is how one percenters configure their lotus Evija electric hyper i have no idea how to say that name i have no idea it's it looks kind of cool but it's kind of difficult to pronounce gm's dubaljan rc5 previewed as a compact liftback for china production 2021 ford mustang mach e to offer more power than initially announced Ford will start deliveries of the all-electric Mustang Mach-E later this year. Undisguised 2021 VW Golf R does its thing at the Nürburgring. Audi, Renault, Hyundai among first car makers to resume European production. That's a little early to do that. Carmageddon. Used and new car prices look set to plummet. Yes! 2021 BMW M4 Coupe reveals a manual gearbox in latest spy shots. I wouldn't really get my hopes up though cuz the thing is they might be testing that but how likely is that to actually make it to production? How likely is that genuinely to make it to production? BMW might want to build an X8M super SUV, trademark filing suggests. Hyundai backing COVID-19 drive-through testing donates 65,000 god knows whatever that currency is uh tests, RT-PCR to Oh, okay, it's not money, it's something. 2020 MG6 gets a sportier face and upgraded engine in China. Cadillac confirms Blackwing badge for top-performance CT4V and CT5V models. Maserati MC20 bringing 600-horsepower twin-turbo V6 to the world this September. China's 2020 Buick GLA Avenir is one expensive minivan at $65,000. BMW joins the fight against corona boredom. Launches DIY board games, puzzles, and coloring pictures. Ford making gowns for airbag materials. Begins respirator production in Michigan. Pandemic delays production at Toyota Mazda plant in Alabama. Renault exits main Chinese joint venture. Sells 50% stay- stake to Dongfeng. 2021 Renault traffic van makes a spy debut. Might get electrified. All-electric and M-Byte SUV inches closer to customer hands. Next, 2023 Mazda 6 set to follow a BMW formula with, rear- oh, with rear-wheel drive, inline-six, and a coupe version. Kia wants to suspend production in three Korean factories as demand dwindles. Ford Bronco's Sport production delayed by two months, now set for this fall. 2020 Hyundai Veloster N will be offered with dual with a dual-clutch transmission. Porsche Exclusive 991 Target 4S Design Edition is so purty in baby blue. Nissan is determined to launch all-new 2021 Rogue-X-Trail this fall. Coenzex 310-plus miles per hour Jesco Absolute flaunts revised aerodynamics on track. Tesla to start building Model 3 long-range rear-wheel drive and performance in China. VW puts dealer drivers and loaner fleets to work for free pickup and Delivery of supplies and food. 2021 BMW 5 Series drops camo digitally, shows updated face. Whether it'll look like that, we'll have to see. New cannonball record reportedly set at 26 minutes and 38 seconds. Or is that 28 hours? Twenty Probably 28 hours and 38 minutes. With Audi A8L while America's on lockdown. Showroom traffic in China at 66% of normal levels. Auto X launches large robotaxi facility in Shanghai. New 2021 Toyota Harrier is a a good-looking, not really, RAV4-based SUV you can only have in Japan. Very sad news. Formula One Great Sir Sterling Moss has unfortunately passed away at 90. Sir Sterling Moss is regarded as the greatest F1 driver to have never won a championship. 255 horsepower Toyota MR2 Street Affair concept was high on Formula One steroids. Great Wall's New Age Haval H5 gets a dramatic redesign. Average Tesla Cybertruck pre-order transaction price is over $62,000, dollars Crowdsourced data suggests. 2020 BMW 750 Li tries to look dashing in royal burgundy red. Mercedes-AMG treats Audi's four-rings challenge with donuts. Alfa Romeo Tonal compact SUV won't get a Quadrifoglio high-performance version. That's very sad. Lordstown teases endurance electric trucks hill-start traction reports orders and anyway that is going to be all for today i do hope you enjoyed if you're listening on podbean please like the episode share it maybe give the podcast a follow if you're listening on youtube don't forget to like comment share and subscribe don't forget to hit the little notification bell and hit all notifications so you don't miss any of our uploads if you're listening on spotify like share give the podcast a follow If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, just boot up Spotify before you go, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and choose the episode you want to listen to. I do hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest.